Hello everybody and welcome back to the podcast. My name is Rabbi Karnofsky and I'm with the Denver Community Call. This week's episode, we're going to be discussing a vital, really fundamental, important topic, which is titled, How to Feel the Beauty of Mitzvahs. Now this is a topic that I feel needs to be clarified because so many times we do commandments, we do what Hashem tells us to do, but we don't feel anything. We don't feel good about it. We don't necessarily feel close to Him after we did it. And it bothers us. Something that really bothers us. We want to feel a connection, and sometimes we do things and we're like, I just kept Shabbos, I just thought I would be inspired. I just went to Israel, I was by the Western Wall. I thought I would feel these light bulbs going on, and I didn't feel anything. Nothing happened. And the question is, what's going on? What's the dynamic over here? What's happening? Why is it that we do things and we don't always feel something? How do we get to appreciate the beauty of what we're doing, understand the commandments? what they're all about, how do we get there? That's the topic we're going to talk about. So the place to enter this topic is in the story, the parish's para, where we talk about the statue, the decree of the Torah, where Hashem commands us in parish's chukah, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, and they shall take to you a completely red cow, which is without blemish, doesn't have a yoke on it, you take it to the Kohen and they burn it and they take the ashes of this red cow and they sprinkle it on somebody that has become impure from contact with a dead body and this makes the person become pure. And this is considered a decree, something that we don't have much understanding. Why is it that when you take ashes of a red cow without blemish, without a yoke, sprinkle it on the person, that makes the person become pure? We don't have much comprehension in it. And the Torah writes that it's called a decree. This is the story, this is the commandment of the paraduma, the red cow, and it's called a chukah, zos chukah satara. Now Rashi over there brings a fascinating medrash, which at first glance seems to have almost no understanding. Rashi quotes the medrash on Chuma that the satan and the nations of the world, they made fun of, they mocked the Jewish people, and they say to them, your mitzvah is your Torah, what's going on with it? It doesn't seem to make any sense. Why are you taking a cow, sprinkling it on a person? How does this work? You Jews are keeping something which makes no sense. So what do we respond? That's why the Torah calls it a chukah. It's a decree. And we respond to the nations in the world. And we tell them, It's a decree from before me. We do not have permission to think about it. So the nations make fun of us. That we're doing something that makes no sense. What do we respond to them? We tell them, you know what the answer is? We're told by God that we're not allowed to think about it. That, that, that seems to be strange and even worse than how we started. Somebody's making fun of me for what I'm doing that doesn't make sense. And I respond to them that, you know the answer? The answer is I'm not allowed to think about it. If I were them, I would just mock them even more. You guys are doing something which doesn't make any sense and you're not even allowed to think about it, which just proves that it doesn't seem to make any sense. So what's going on over here? What's this back and forth? The nations are making fun, they're mocking, and we have a strange response. We tell them, sorry, we're just not allowed to think about it. What is the answer? What are we responding to them? We find regarding the, the, the red cow, the paraduma, some other strange things regarding his reasoning, that there's another source that says that Moshe Rabbeinu was the only one who understood what was going on behind it. Nobody else was able to understand. So Moshe Rabbeinu, Moses, he's the one that gets it. Nobody else understands it. We need to understand what is it special about Moshe Rabbeinu. Besides from being our great leader, one of the greatest people alive, the greatest prophet alive, 
What is it that Moshe understood it and nobody else understood it? There's a medrash that says that Tinoka Shobis Rabban, children, young children, that never sinned in their lives, they understood Parsha's Parah. They got it. They got what's going on with this Paraduma. So we have Moshe, we have the young children who are pure, they understand it. But we, the regular people, we don't get it. We don't understand it. And the nations make fun and we say we're not allowed to think about it. One more point regarding who understands and who doesn't. There's a verse where Shlomo Malach writes about himself. Amarti Achkama. I thought that I was smart. but it's far away from me. And they explain that this is referring to Paraduma. The Shlomo Malach, King Solomon, the wisest of all men, he said, with all my wisdom, with everything I got, I didn't come yet to understand what's going on with the Paraduma with the red cow. So we have Shlomo, King Solomon, that doesn't get it. We don't get it. The nations of the world don't get it. Moshe does get it. The little children do get it. What's going on? What are we being taught over here? What's the secret that is being revealed to us very subtly with this red cow? What are we being taught? How are we to understand this? So this Fasamas opens up this topic in a couple different places. And the way we'll enter to try and understand his words of what he's saying is with a Pasuk that he quotes all the time where the Pasuk writes, Kiner Mitzvah V'Torah Or. Mitzvah is a candle and Torah is the light. Kiner Mitzvah. The candle is the Mitzvah V'Torah Or. But Torah is the light itself. So we have a candle and we have a light. Torah is the light and Mitzvah is the candle. So he explains in many, many places what this means is like this. Every light needs a vessel that can hold the light. You can't just have light. You can't just have a flame unless it has a vessel to hold it. The vessel that holds the light of the flame is the candle. So the candle is what holds the light, but the candle isn't the light itself. So what it means is like this. The Torah is the light of the world. The Torah is godliness. The Torah is what illuminates the world. It illuminates us. Torah is the R. The question that's being addressed over here is that we have a human being, which is physical. We are physical people. How are we as physical human beings going to comprehend and relate to this light of the Torah? How are we going to get there? We don't have any vessel for it. We're physical. This light is spiritual. So how are we going to connect the two? We're going to take a person and we're going to say, learn Torah and allow the Torah to illuminate yourself and the world. And the world is physical and I'm physical. So how exactly is this system going to work? How are we going to connect physical to spiritual? So we have a light over here, but we don't have a vessel for it. And to this, Hashem gave us mitzvahs. This is the beauty of mitzvahs. And like we always mention, the Zohar HaKadosh refers to the mitzvahs. 613 mitzvahs, he calls them 613 itin, which means solutions. 613 different solutions. And what it means is, 613 solutions to how to receive the light of the Torah. How does a human being, a physical person, made from earth, how are we to comprehend Torah? How are we to receive the or the light of the Torah? And the answer is Hashem gave us 613 ways to make ourselves into a vessel, into a candle that will be able to hold the light of the Torah. Every mitzvah that we do, what it does is, it forms us into a vessel, into a candle that can connect to Torah. Mitzvahs are the things that span physical and spiritual. 
They are special things that Hashem infused them with the ability that when we do this mitzvah, when we put on tefillin, when we keep Shabbos, we keep kosher, we don't speak Lashon Hara, whatever it may be, every mitzvah and everything that we don't do, which Hashem says don't do, it forms us into a vessel, into a candle that now the light of Torah could come upon us. Hashem always wants to give us light. From Hashem's end, from God's perspective, He's always sending that light to this world. The Torah is available for anybody. But he's waiting for us to become a vessel that will be able to receive the light of the Torah. If we don't make ourselves a vessel, Hashem wants to give it. But we have no way of bringing it into our lives. I one time heard from Rabbi Moshe Shapiro. We know that Torah is compared to water, amongst many other things. But one of the things the Torah is compared to is water. And he explained that water goes everywhere. The natural state of water is to flow everywhere. It will fill every possible place it can. The only thing that will stop it is if there's a wall, if there's a blockage. But remove the blockage, automatically the water will flow in. And he explained that Torah wants to come everywhere. Torah wants to flood the world. It wants to flood the person. It wants to fill us with light. And if we're not feeling that light, it means that we've put up a wall. It means that we haven't yet made space for it. We haven't yet become a vessel to allow ourselves to let that water in, to let the Torah in. Mitzvah is what makes us that vessel. Every time we do a mitzvah, we'll become a vessel that can now hold the light, the spiritual infinite light of the Torah. And that's why Torah, without commandments, just studying Torah in our lives without fulfilling any commandments, is having a light without a candle to hold it. Doing a mitzvah without Torah is like having a candle, but no flame to put on the top of the light on top of that candle. Torah and mitzvahs come together. Hashem gave us Torah and He gave us mitzvahs. And when the two come together, we have a perfect picture. We have the infinite light with a vessel to receive it and bring it into our lives and bring it into the world. So getting back to the Paraduma. The nations of the world tell us and they mock us and they say, you're doing something which doesn't make any sense. You guys are doing something that doesn't seem to have an understanding to it. And we respond to them and we tell them, where we are right now, you stand correct. You are correct. We don't understand it. But to want to understand and appreciate what a mitzvah is before having done the mitzvah and made ourselves into a vessel to receive the light of it is ridiculous. Because there's no way in the world that we're ever going to come to understand what this mitzvah is all about before we become a vessel to receive the light of the Torah of that mitzvah. So you could spend from today to tomorrow, and Shlomo Amalek says, Amarti Achkama, I'm smart, I'm wise. With my wisdom alone, I'm never going to get it. It's as far from me as anything. Because we're never going to appreciate the understanding and the beauty of what a mitzvah is until we've done a lot of work of forming our bodies into becoming a vessel to receive the light of the Torah, which will explain to us why we're doing what we're doing. The only way to become a vessel is by doing the mitzvah repeatedly again and again until I've become a perfect vessel to become a light with Torah and appreciate what's going on. But to theorize about it and to think about it and think why and what and when is no point because I'm never going to get it. It's spiritual and I'm physical and I'm never going to, the two won't meet. The only way is if I form my physical body into something that could become a little more spiritual to receive light of the Torah and then I'm going to understand it. We're not telling them that we're never going to get it. We're just telling them we don't have permission to think about it because there's no point in thinking about it until we do it. 
The best way to get it is to do it. Do it again, and do it again, and do it again. And eventually the mitzvah is going to do its magic and make us into a narrow mitzvah that will allow us to receive the Torah or. So we're not telling them that we're not answering you. We're just telling them that this conversation is pointless. It's going to go nowhere. We can't tell you a reason. The only thing we could tell you is make yourself into a vessel. Do it. Don't think about it. Just do it. But for this, you need emunah. This is where faith comes in. Because a person has to take a leap of faith and say that I don't understand what I'm doing right now, but I trust in God enough that I'm willing to do it I make myself into a vessel based that one day I will understand it. We need a lot of amunah. We need a lot of faith to say, I'm going to jump into this without much understanding, without much appreciation. And it, I don't feel anything. I do mitzvahs all the time and I'm not feeling it. I don't feel this instant loftiness, instant elevation, instant connection. But I'm going to do it anyway. And my hope is that one day I'm going to start feeling things. And as we go through life, and it can take so long for this to work, because we're physical. And it's pretty hard. You need 613 solutions and do them constantly all the time until we could start refining ourselves until we're eligible to become a candle to receive the light of the Torah. And the same will go the other way too. Every Avera, every transgression that we do, needless to say, not just is it not refining us, but it's making us go the other way. It's like putting up that wall that stops the water from flowing in. So every time we do an Avera, we're one step away from appreciating the beauty of mitzvahs. Every time we do a mitzvah, we're one step closer to appreciating the beauty of mitzvahs. What's the best thing to do after a person did an Avera? We all slip up. We all mess up sometimes. What's the best thing to do? Flood yourself with mitzvahs. Just do another mitzvah and another mitzvah. And don't think about it. Just do a mitzvah. Make yourself back. Get it back into a good cycle, into a positive cycle refine ourselves, make ourselves into a vessel that will once again receive the light of the Torah, allow it to come back into our lives. Get rid of the, the form of the Avera and just flood it with mitzvahs. Kiner mitzvah v'Torah or. Moshe Rabbeinu was on the level that he had formed his body with so many mitzvahs to the point that he truly got paraduma. But there was no point in Moshe explaining it to us because until we get there, we're not going to get it. It's spiritual and we're physical. Just go ahead and do it. Do it again and do it again and eventually we're going to start feeling a little bit. We're not going to be able to express it in words and explain it to our friends and neighbors. But we are going to feel that this thing is very special. The more mitzvahs we do and the more times we keep them, we'll start to develop a taste. We start to refine ourselves that we can start feeling that this is life. This is really what it's all about. This is where it's at. It takes a long time. Avera set us back, but mitzvahs make us go forward. And every mitzvah we do should slowly, slowly allow us to start feeling and appreciating the infinite beauty and satisfaction and connection to God that we get by doing a mitzvah. The more we do, the closer we're going to get there. This is why the children, the pure, sweet children, have never sinned. They get it. Because they're pure. They're still in a good form. They haven't yet had a Yetzirah which shows them a different picture. And they may not be able to explain it to us because they're too young, but they, with their certain tamimus, with their purity, they understand it. Wisdom won't get us there. Moshe Rabbeinu will get us there. Mitzvah will get us there. The nations of the world aren't going to get it unless they're willing to do it. And this is the secret. So if we want to know why is it that we don't feel it, 
Their answer is we don't feel it because we haven't done it enough. But we need faith to do it. We need faith to say that I'm going to do something that I don't understand. But I hope that one day if I do it enough and I distance myself from doing the opposite, one day we're going to start to appreciate and feel the beauty, the real true beauty of keeping mitzvahs and Torah. Kinera mitzvah v'Torah or I want to make myself into a candle that I should be able to receive this light, this great infinite light of Torah, of connection with Hashem. The more I do, the more I'm going to feel. We may not be able to explain it and define it in words what we feel. But when we get there, we'll get there. When we get there, we'll know that this is what it is. This is life. This is true Gan Eden. This is true connection. This is my purpose in the world. The nations, we tell them, we're sorry, we can't help you. We tell ourselves the same thing. We're going to keep on going. We're going to keep on doing mitzvahs. And one day we're going to become this perfect near mitzvah and be able to receive the Torah or.